Hello and welcome to episode number 109 of the Hobbies and Happiness Podcast, where we talk about the hobby that makes us happy, card games. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Jim. Today we're going over one of my favorite things, the lore and card games. One of your favorite things? Yep. You gotta be trolling right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was obvious there. <laughs> So, like, I was debating, right, between saying, like, is how important is lore in TCGs or, or is lore important in TCGs, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, because there are uh, different schools of thought, like uh, what bear is best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there, there's a lot to think about, but... How's it going, everybody? It's uh, we took we took a week off. We took a week off. Sorry about that, but we're back. Um, there's been a lot of changes going on. Um, mostly f- for me, my daughter has not been sleeping very well. Um, she's just it's better. It's better now, but uh, we're still dealing with it. So I'm like, I just didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> like it was really bad last week. It seemed now, better when I got here. It, yeah, it, like, it, it is. Like I hear her singing. <laughs> It, it is better. It is better. Um, but the other thing is I have a new job. And so like my schedule has kind of been thrown off. It's all different. I'm traveling a lot. So yeah. it's been okay. enjoyable. It's good, but it just changes some things. Yeah. So um, without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay. With, uh, we got to talk about our sponsor, uh, Amazon Audible. If you head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for your free 30 day trial of Amazon's Audible service. What is Audible? It's Amazon's audiobook service. Okay. So when you follow that link, sign up, you get a free credit added to your account. If you are an Amazon Prime member, you actually get two free credits added to your account. You can use those free credits to redeem them for audiobooks on the service. Once you have those books, they're, they're yours for forever, even if you cancel the service. So if you cancel that service before the end of that 30 days, you still get to keep those credits and those books on your account. So again, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30 trial today. Another thing which we haven't talked about, we I, we only mentioned this once. If you don't follow us on social media, I uh, got this sweet hobbies and happiness <laughs> shirt. We finally have merch. I still need to get mine. Why, why am I not surprised that you haven't even ordered it yet? Uh, I've been having other stuff happen. <laughs> Having other stuff financially <laughs> happen, <laughs> like that meme you sent me. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 post that in the video. <laughs> We're gonna I'll post to that. See it. Yeah, I'll just see if I can post. If you if you're in our Discord, you can see it. You put uh, right, or did you just send that to yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, wait, did I post it in Discord? I no, you just sent it oh, to I me. I posted a different one. In Discord. Yeah, you did. You okay. posted a different one in the Discord. Right, you just you just, you just sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, <laughs> buying <laughs> how cards are expensive. <laughs> uh, you guys might know that new Kevin James yeah. movie that's yeah. ours. That's going around. King yeah. of, what is it, King of Hearts? King, King of Queens. King of Queens. That's close it. enough. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just like sitting at the counter in the kitchen looking all cute and adorable. And then it's like when you spend $300 on a brand new deck, but it's really only one, one card. card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand now. 
So anyway, if you if you go to our link, I'm going to try and update all of our links and then in, in our videos and podcasts to have the link to our merch store. Um, I can't remember what the link is offhand, but it's Bonfire. So our, our merch store is through Bonfire. So I have I have a lot of designs that I need to upload into the store. Um, so right now, I believe we have three designs. At time of recording, there's three designs. Um, two of the designs are the logo, okay? Um, and then one other... One design is a, a new logo. Well, it's a it's it's an interesting design. Uh, it's it's very cool. It's it's a lot of fun. You you have to just go to the store and check it out. Yep. It's our logo, but it's it's different. It's yep. different. I'll leave Slightly it at that. Slightly different. Slightly different. So I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So go check it out. Um, yeah, that was fun. So I, we're going to be updating updating our store with more uh, more merch designs. So we've got a lot that I got to get updated. Right. So if you want to if you want to represent and support hobbies and happiness, go check go check out the merch store. Yes. Uh, buy buy some buy some stuff. So all right. So so today. So before we get in, is there anything else that I'm forgetting that? Um, um, oh, I mean, I guess I'll tell everybody. All right. So it's what we were talking about. Oh, early. Um, yeah. yeah. So I have been very hard at work. As as you may have noticed, we've. Uh, <laughs> been pretty quiet with the content, right? Yeah. And that's partly because I don't have a lot of time to spend editing videos, number one. Number two, I don't. we don't have the capital necessary to actually hire an, an editor, okay? Um, and editors deserve to be paid because <laughs> they do very good work. Yeah. It's a lot of work and it's hard work, yeah. right? Uh, it might not be hard to some people, but it's time consuming, right? So I don't want to get an editor and say, hey, we can't really pay you. I don't really feel comfortable doing that, right? Yeah. So I have been very hard at work, okay, at uh, getting our studio and stream set up to work almost like I don't need post-production. So I've been hard at work at programming a lot of um, a lot of functions, we'll say, into our live stream setup. Um, and then I'm working with a programmer friend of mine um, on a, a side, I guess it's not a side project. It's like a main, it's a main big deal project. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'll talk, we'll talk about it when it's, when it's ready. It's um, an asset for this business. It is hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, we, so Jim, unfortunately was not here. What happened, Jim? <laughs> All right. So this happens a couple times every now and it, again. It does. Right? It really depends on how tired I am. It does. So you well, got hang on uh, now real quick. Okay. Like, when you did this, I was not surprised, uh -huh. okay? Because with your schedule, I I understand. So Jim yeah. works overnights, essentially, okay? Yeah. So um, and for if you've ever worked an overnight shift, okay, for an extended period of time, you can understand that it's very hard to keep track of regular time, <laughs> essentially, okay? So that's kind of what happened, right? And so when it happened, yeah. it's funny because my wife was like, is Jim coming? I'm like, I think so, but I'll bet you anything he passed out. I'll bet you anything that's what happened, right? And like, I wasn't upset. I'm yeah. like, I, I, I understand that yeah. it happens. Yeah. So anyway, continue. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so for me, pretty much my alarms are always set every single 15 minutes. So on my phone, I have it for anywhere from or from midnight all the way to 15 minutes till midnight. 
um, you know, all those time frames. Oh, in between and then it. you just turn them on or off. So yeah, I, I turn them off. Yeah, I, I set it every single day. It was just I get home. And I know I have to go to sleep to prepare for the night. Sure. And I'm going through it, but I'm at the top still. So I'm like, all right, cool. There's seven o'clock. Click, click. You know, I do like my two or three alarms set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wake up, it's nine (laughs) o'clock. And I'm like, what happened? I'm like... Oh my god! It's seven a.m. I've done that for work before. Oh no! Yeah, luckily I my body woke me up. It was I was like thirty minutes late to work. Oh man, thirty minutes to an hour, and I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm on my way." <laughs> wow! Wow! All right. So anyway, that's what happened. So yeah. I had I the my buddy came over, showed me what he was working on. It was essentially a proof of concept, right? Um, which I knew, I knew that's what it was. And he's been really hard at work at it. Right. And when he showed it to me, I'm like, yes, (laughs) F and a, it works. It basically, it, it, it's very, it's very, very possible. Okay. And so I was so excited and the response time was like, I, so you guys don't even know what it is, right? It's, I'm just, I'm just excited. Right? I'm just so excited. Right? It's super cool. It is super cool, and it's going to be extremely, extremely helpful. And it's gonna, it has a lot, a lot of applications. Yeah. So, um, that's one of the things. And so, anyway, when he was over, I'm like, Jim, where, where are you at? Right? Because I want to, I want to show him. But he didn't, really, you didn't necessarily need to be here, yeah. right? So we went over a lot uh, of stuff. But anyway. Anyway, long story short, that's one of the things we've been working on, and I've been very hard to work. I'm almost done. I've got just a few other things to program on my end, and then uh, we're just going to be back to just uh, um, like streaming, recording that. So it's essentially what I'm working on is I'm making it much easier from a post-production side. Okay, yeah. I don't like pre- putting out content that um, people can't really understand what's going on and doesn't look very good. Yeah. So I have a, my, I have a very high bar and I understand that that puts me at that's detrimental because it means stuff doesn't get done. I'm okay with that. Right. So anyway, we've got stuff. It's coming. All right, guys, it's coming. So anyway, that's the other, I guess that's, I've been hard at work. It's been fun. Okay. Let's get into the topic. Okay. Yes. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. This is very weird. Cause it feels like we haven't been doing this for a while. I know. It's only been like a, of like two weeks, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, because we went to off. I think it's got to be just my my job just is really yeah. messing with me yeah. in a good way. In a good way, it's all good. It's all good. So anyway, today we are talking about a uh, lore and if it's important in TCGs. Okay, I know there's a lot of people who are, we when we talked with uh, Dan, main deck Dan. Okay, yeah. we had we had this conversation main, with him. I, I I don't remember if we had this convert if we asked him this question during the actually I think this was afterwards. I think this yeah. was after our interview. We were just hanging out and chatting. Oh, right, right. And I basically just asked him if it's important. And his response was like, he kind of chuckled a little bit. Yeah. But then it was like, I mean, I think the obvious answer is yes. I'm like, okay. I mean, I agree with him. But he he had he had some I interesting. Thought the obvious answer was no. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, he went into some interesting things. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I want to talk about this topic today, okay, is the main reason is Alpha Clash. Yes. Okay, I've got the novel here. Um, the the novel Kickstarter recently uh, surpassed a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, so I finished this book not that long ago. Phenomenal book. Real. I really enjoyed the story. Um, I still have I still have questions that I need to 
answer about this book as well. Um, somebody was asking me, so I need, still haven't done that. I need to do that. You got a rulings question? <laughs> no, not a rulings <laughs> question, but uh, essentially, like a, essentially a survey. It's yeah. essentially a survey, and there's okay. a lot of different things to go over. So, um, um, yeah, I've got to do that. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. in reading through the book, okay, there's a lot of there were a lot of times where because I know the card pool very well yeah. for Alpha Clash, okay. And I'm reading through a lot of these spots, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is exactly what's on this card, okay? Multiple times, okay? Yeah. Good example, okay? Um, Garfield Park Lagoon, okay? Um, I don't have one, but essentially, uh, it, it, it's a clash ground, okay? Yep. And I think I pointed this out to you, okay? Yep. But in that card, okay, in the middle of that art piece, okay, you can see um, a person, Okay, you can see somebody falling into the lagoon. Okay, <laughs> there's a story part to that, right? I know who that is. Like, if you don't know, that's Curtis. That's a mean streak yeah. who's being <clears throat> thrown into Garfield Park Lagoon. Okay, there were so many aha moments that I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Now, mm. what does that do? What does that do? Like for me, like that helps immerse you in the story, yeah. right? Yeah. So the novel is, excuse me, the main reason. I wanted to talk about this topic, okay? Now, we talked about, as we were going through our uh, um, outlines, okay, our, of past episodes, okay, for the podcast. <laughs> Episode number six, storytelling over the tabletop. No, that wasn't that long ago. Episode six. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Either. <laughs> There's so many of these I don't remember. So many. So I'm pretty, right I'm pretty sure this... Um, episode was done at the condo at the kitchen table. I'm Ooh. pretty sure that's where we talked about this. I hundred percent. We had, it had to, to have been. It yeah, had yeah. to have been. Yeah, it, had to have it had to have been. Right. So anyway, um, in this episode, which if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Okay. It was it was a good conversation. Dude, these okay? are great thumbnails. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> they were. Yeah. Okay. So um. Why we think storytelling is important because essentially lore is storytelling, right? Yeah. So, in that episode, we have I have like four different things. Number one, it helps immerse you in the game itself or the world. Number two, it helps keep you engaged with the game, like I just said, right? Yep. Uh, number three was escape reality. Um, and then the fourth one, some people relate to fictional characters as their, quote, heroes, unquote, and look up to them a la sports legends like Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, so those are the four, those are the four things of why we said storytelling, we thought it was important, right? In, yeah. in tabletop games, right? Yep. Um, like a hundred percent, right? But I, again, I'm reading through, I'm reading through Alpha Clash and I'm like mm -hmm. this, like th that hits on everything that I'm kind of going through, right? Yeah. Um, number one, help immerse you in the game itself or the world. Abs like that has got to be the biggest key point. Okay. Yep. Now. We're talking about like the intersection of lore and TCGs in particular. Okay. Now, Jim, you started playing TCGs. Okay. When you yeah. started playing TCGs, what was what were you, what was your first what was your first TCG? Um technically it was Pokemon. Okay. Why did you start playing Pokemon? Because I was the Pokemon TCG a child when Pokemon first hit the US and it was sent to me. Okay. What was your next one? Um, 
Well, even though I technically didn't really play the TCG, right? Yes. Like no one knows, how, no one knew how to play Nobody the card game. Nobody knows how to play the Anyone game. Anyone who says they did went to <laughs> went to Toys R Us to play in an event. They are lying to you. Okay, <laughs> shots fired. Um, the my first TCG I did really play though was Yu Gi Oh. Okay, May two thousand two. Why did you start playing Yu Gi Oh? Um, now wait, now was... wait, wait a second, wait a second. Before you answer this, okay, were you watching the anime? Yes, I okay. did watch the show. I don't I don't remember if I watched the show and then got into the card game or if it was just like I'm going down the you the know rabbit the hole? toy aisle oh. at a store and I see it. Okay. It's you hard for me. It was a it's while. hard it was for me to ago. remember. Yeah, it was a while ago. Understood. Um, Understood. I just know that it was roughly the same thing and then I got into the game on my birthday. Okay. In O2. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so all, so those reasons that you started playing the game were basically, um, they had nothing to do with the, with the IP itself, essentially. No, no, I didn't even know what it was. Okay. Um, what was the next, what was the next TCG you played? Who the next card game, uh, was Duel Masters. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you get into that? Uh, why did I? Because because again, you were a kid. Yeah, you were a kid with all this. Yeah, I was a kid for all okay. of these. All right. uh, I was probably in like sixth grade okay. playing playing that one, and um, I guess it was I liked the cards, and I also did watch the show. Okay, and the show's hilarious. Like it's it's they poke a lot of fun and break fourth walls okay. <laughs> a lot of the time. Okay. And uh, it's, it's weird during one of the episodes, he's sitting on the bus and he, you hear him talking to himself and he's like, wait, why am I going in slow motion? What is this? <laughs> what is this voice in my head? <laughs> nice. So it was just, it was just a cool <laughs> show. And um, yeah, I just started playing it and it's actually the game that got me to respect magic. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But you weren't playing Magic at the time. No, I didn't play Magic for a bunch Uh, more years afterwards. Um, But it was actually the catalyst as to why I even got into Magic. Okay. Semi. Semi into it. Okay. Uh, But after after that, then it was Cardfight Vanguard for a bunch of years. Okay. And then I got into Magic. Okay. So I want to ask you because, I mean, you're – the the reason you play card games (laughs) – normally doesn't ever depend on the lore itself. You normally don't care about the lore, correct? Okay. So what does the lore in any of these games mean to you? (laughs) The lore to me kind of mean, it, it allows me to view the characters in other ways and, uh, continuing their lives, I guess. Okay. But, um, yeah, other than that, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Because you look at Pokemon lore versus the card game. I mean, it's I think all the, different. The, the big three, like, I, I think we do have to put the big three in a category all in its own. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> because a lot of those are first to market, right? Yes. And when you're first to market, for the most part, you can kind of do whatever you want for yeah. the most part, right? Yeah. I, I say I, I say that very loosely, right? Yeah. Do whatever you so, want. Right? So for me, it was like, it was Pokemon, which lore didn't really matter. Um, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! It, yeah, I guess. I, I guess it really didn't. Because, I mean, again, didn't. I remember playing the game. Like, the reason I played the game wasn't because I wanted to... 
I wanted to catch them all. It was just, it was, it was fun. It was a yeah. fun game. It was, yeah. it was a novelty yeah. at the time. It was the first thing that, oh, hey, I have these things and they're going and battling yep. and like, I didn't care. Like I cared about what was going on, but I wasn't yeah. playing because I cared about what was going on. Yeah. I played because it was fun yeah. and it was enjoyable and it was like the first of its kind type thing. Yeah. And right? then you look at Yu-Gi-Oh and season zero of Yu-Gi-Oh, which is, it's technically the first season, but people oh, consider yeah, it yeah, right. zero because right. it's not a card game really at all. Right. Um, which makes season zero makes zero sense. You get into <laughs> season one and they don't even follow the rules at all. Okay. They follow zero of the rules. So it was, okay, that part didn't matter to me. Okay. And at that point, I was already into card games. So it was like just going into the future of the rest of the card game is like, all right, I'm just paying to attention to the mechanics of the cards or right. the, the visuals of it right. and then just like getting into it. So. Right. Anything else that really had a show, it would just be like, all right, I'd watch Vanguard or I'd watch Duel Masters because it was a funny show. Right. Um, or I enjoyed it. Vanguard does a really good job of taking the rules of their game and throwing it into their show mm -hmm. as well. So you can actually mm -hmm. learn how to play the game right. from it. Right. Um, but yeah, I was already <laughs> into the TCG world. So I didn't need that like extra little bridge of yeah. Oh, I'm watching this show and then get into a game. And and the other thing too is I, I I want this conversation to be like how important it is now because yeah. I think <clears throat> now when you talk about TCGs and we've talked about no. the TCG quote renaissance and yeah. we're going to be talking about that for probably for a while because I've got a lot of different guests that I want to talk about this topic with. Okay. Um, but we talk about this renaissance, right? Yeah. And TCGs now, okay, when you talk about TCGs now in 2023, yeah. you're, we, we didn't talk about them in the same way back in 2000, right? Or, yeah. in, the early, or in the mid to late 90s, right? Yeah. That, again, that was the, the time of, hey, we're all testing on ideas, right? <laughs> and that's when you got the, the big three. We'll call the early 2000s the dark ages. The dark ages, games. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so now it's like you have to be different. If you want to compete with the big three, you have to do yeah. something different, right? Yeah. You have to make people care about your game. How do you make people care about your game? If everyone's competing from a uh, from from a standpoint of mechanics, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a very tough battle, right? You have to make yeah. people care about your game, right? Yeah. And how do you do that? Like, I think lore is one of the biggest and best ways you can make people care why it helps keep them engaged to your game yeah. and your ip your intellectual property yeah. and then it's that emotional connection it's developing that emotional connection okay so i want i want to talk about this through the lens of a couple different games okay we talked about alpha clash i want to talk about alpha clash i want to talk about star wars unlimited okay and i also want to talk about disney and lorcana yeah okay because Two of those, two of these games are already very, very big IPs. Yeah. There have been a multitude of Star Wars TCGs, okay, through the, through the through the years, okay. Yeah. Maybe not a multitude. There's there's been a few. A good okay? amount. There's been a good amount. Have yeah. they all been successful? No, they have not all been successful <laughs> for one, for one reason or another. Okay. Because yeah. they're bad. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I don't. I I think a lot of the reasons those games failed yeah. was, 
I mean, management. Like, well, basically, we'll say management. Like, Star Wars CCG fell through because there were issues with, from my understanding, it was the company at large. Mm-hmm. There were there were there were issues from like licensing and um, corporate management and who was holding on to. It. Again, I'd never played the Star Wars CCG, but from the research that I've done from people who've talked to me about it, it that's kind of was the thing. Star Wars yeah. Destiny manufacturing issues with the dice and not necessarily issues with the dice, but how do you get dice into packs? And it was, it was kind of a mess. It's a manu- it's a manufacturing nightmare. And all, and all put honesty. a little cardboard triangle in there to slant the pack a little bit. So you protect the cards and then you put the die in the corner. It wasn't a good setup. No, no, <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's, just thinking about it makes makes me have a headache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and 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 there and there were other there were other ga- there were other games throughout the years as well, right? Yeah. But I think no one no one would argue the fact that Star Wars is one of the largest IPs in the entire world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is Star Wars? Let's separate because because yes, Disney does own the Star Wars name yeah. now. Okay. But let's separate out Star Wars from Disney. Yeah. Is Star Wars on an IP? Is Star Wars as an IP? Okay. More popular than Disney, the Disney brand without Star Wars. Okay. So, and think about Disney by itself, not Marvel, not, not anything else, just Disney. Okay. Do you think Disney, excuse me, do you think Star Wars, the Star Wars IP is more popular than the Disney IP? Uh, I really don't think so, but it's also difficult to say. I mean, again, both of these are global IPs. Yeah, both of these are globally so recognized. Man, I don't I, know. I know. I, I know. It's 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 kind of close. I mean, so, I, I, I don't think there are any other IPs that hold a candle to Disney or Star Wars. So Disney is known worldwide. Yes. Star Wars is known throughout the entire universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That settles it. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think we have a. Uh, so also, a also, Disney's been around for how long? A uh, hundred years. hundred years. Star Wars is from like a bunch of years in the future, but also somehow in the past. <laughs> So it's so it's an IP that spans galaxies uh-huh. and spans time itself. Yes. All right. I think we it's a clear that we have we have a clear winner. Disney's not even close. We have a clear winner. It's pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah. Okay. So I think those are three big ones because you know we have Star Wars Unlimited, which comes out March two thousand March twenty twenty four. We have a release date March of twenty twenty four. Okay. Um, and then Disney Lorcana. Okay, which they're working. Uh, Rise of the Floodborns, the next set. I know we haven't done a lot of Disney Lore kind of content recently. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. It's like, to be honest, we haven't really been doing a lot of content. Anything. Yes. All right. So it's not a Lore kind of thing. All right. All right. But don't worry. We're going to be getting gameplay. All right. We've, we've going to get, be getting gameplay. Yeah. Okay. We got it. All right. We got it. We okay. also got this other card game we've been liking. We got, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. All right. Okay. So anyway. Okay. So, those are like two interesting um, like case studies, right? Yeah. And then Alpha Clash, because it's a game that we've been like I've been playing, I've been getting into, um, and being transported with this story is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, 
Um, and so with, and I really wanted to start talking about this because of the novel itself, right? Uh-huh. It has, this book um, has made me fall more in love with the game itself and the yeah. story because it's just, it. I want to know now, I want to know what happens next. <laughs> like after I finish this, I'm like, I'm like, Ridge, dude, I have so many questions. Okay. Find out next time. Yeah, like <laughs> my mind's been blown. Yeah. Like I know all of these cards, like here comes the boom yeah. is a literal line in this book. Okay. Yeah. And like it puts it in context. It This book has put so many of those cards in context oh. and I love it. Right. Again, it's that it's number one, the emotional connection. Okay. And and then the second thing. So you say books are better with pictures? Imagine uh, if they mixed like making like a book of with. Oh, you mean a graphic like novel? Yeah, they have that too. Huh. <laughs> That'd be cool. If you haven't, guys, if you haven't, you need to go check out the Kickstarter. Okay. So you, you do need to go check out the Kickstarter for, you can back it for as little as like $10 and then you get, I think you get the ebook. Um, I, I think it's either that or the lowest is $25 and you get, you get the soft cover, cool. you get the soft cover, but you also get the, uh, digital. You also yeah. get the ebook. Okay. Don't ask how Dan got that book. Hey, this this book was sent to me. This and signed. This it's not signed. No, it's not signed. I do. I would love to get this book signed. Um, but yeah, this book was sent to me, and um, yeah. So thank you, Ridge and team. Appreciate it. I, I know I've already told you thank you, but appreciate it. Um, I love. I loved it. I love the book. You know what I just thought about when we met Ridge at Gen Con? Why don't we get him to sign a card? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll see you again. We'll see. Again. We'll, see we'll see you again. <laughs> um, but seriously, now now that I've read this book, like I'm hooked. Yeah. And I like that's how you get people hooked on your forget your game. It's just your yeah. characters. Yeah. And then once they're um, connected to your characters, yeah. okay, then they are like, okay. You've got them hooked, and now they want to know what's next. And now it's like, okay, you care about these characters. Here, you can do many more different things with these characters, and it keeps you connected to the story yep. that you already enjoy, that you, that you love. Okay, yep. I think this novel was brilliant. It was brilliant. Okay, um, this is keeps the current community engaged. Okay, enjoying the story. Okay, and this helps bring in more and more people. So. Again, for me, I've answered the question. So for me, the answer is 100%. It's very important. Yeah. Okay. Because it's only positive. There is no negative. I don't, th- I don't think there's a negative to it, right? Yeah. Um, now, I understand there are people like Jim who just – it doesn't appeal to them, yeah. right? Which, which is fine. Has Lord ever appealed to you like for any game? <sighs> So I I have I just have a problem with games in general. Okay. Right. So even video games, I kind of just skip all the cutscenes and tend to have the volume all the way down. So okay. I never even hear the background music, any of the other stuff that's happening, and I'm skipping everything. So I'm just like, okay, I want to go kill stuff, level up my character, get these new abilities. So lore has pretty much never mattered to me. Except in one game, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. <laughs> That's actually a good point. <laughs> kind of is. It's like, oh, I want to play that song. All right. Yeah. That's actually a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's like the only one. To... Yeah, that, that's a good point. But I've been working on it. The last two years, I've gotten better 
and force I'm literally forcing myself okay. to watch cutscenes and have volume on games. <laughs> and I've been playing through Final Fantasy games, so oh. I've it's now, rough though. Have you ever it's played rough, yeah. Okay, but you haven't played God of War, have you? No. The newer God of War games. No. Dude. When I played through um the newest Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok. So yeah, Ragnarok and even God of War Ragnarok. 4, right? It was just just God of War for PS4, yeah. okay? And maybe it's because I'm a dad and I have a son, okay? Uh, like, dude, that boy. story. Boy. <laughs> that story just pulled pulled me uh-huh. so much. Uh-huh. And it was such an emotional and powerful story, okay? Uh-huh. And I mean, I, I, when we talked about that, this storytelling episode, right? Yeah. It just reminded me of video games nowadays and the emphasis not on gameplay <laughs> or graphics, but telling yeah. a good story. Yeah. Okay. Because um, even back in the day, like Metroid, Metroid is actually a good example of storytelling, right? Uh-huh. Because when you find out, um, what's the name? It's Sa- Sa- Samus. Samus, yes. Yeah. Samus is, is a girl. Yeah. Like people were like, what? She's a. G-? Like, if that's. <laughs> That was the point in that yeah. game, right? Yeah. Like that was the climax, the yeah. climactic <laughs> moment of finding out uh, Samus is a girl, uh-huh. right? And again, that just goes to storytelling, yeah. right? Can you imagine if Zelda was a girl? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, so. I, I just want to ask you, like, what's your opinion from lore? From, t- from how important do you think lore is for TCS? Because we'll we'll talk about yeah. Star Wars and Lorcan here in a minute. But I just want to get your like, what do you think? So it it definitely seems it's a lot more important now, uh, especially if you're not taking a big IP. Um, and that's where I want to talk about the big IPs because I yeah. think those that's different because it already has a built in. You know the lore has already been around. For you have so you have you have a big fan base yeah. already, yeah. right? But that's not enough. Like we know it's not enough, right? But if you're an unknown IP, yeah, yeah, you got to get people emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like, if you take okay, if you take Star Wars Unlimited or Disney Lorcana, okay, now let's talk about Flesh and Blood. Okay, if you have a new TCG player, you have somebody who says, "Hey, I want to get into to TCGs. I'm not sure what's out there, guys. You tell me." Okay, <laughs> and you and you say, "Hey, there's Magic the Gathering, there's Flesh and Blood, then there's Star Wars Unlimited, <coughs> and there's Disney Lorcana." You tell them all about yeah. the games, right? Um, I mean, Disney Lorcana probably the simplest of those four. Um, then you probably have. Honestly, Star Wars Unlimited would probably be the next, um, more, more next complicated, and then Flesh and Blood and Magic. Yeah. Like those are both kind of equally as complicated, right? Yeah. Um, so you tell them all about those games, right? They know nothing about Magic. They know nothing about Flesh and Blood. Okay, yeah. they they don't know the story, the characters, nothing. Okay, they know Star Wars. They know <laughs> Disney. Okay, okay. What do you think their choice is going to be? Do you think? Are they more likely to go with a game where there's already an IP and story and characters that they already know and have that attachment to? Or are they going to be like, um, I know nothing about these games, but let's go with those. Yeah. Okay. 
What do you what do you think? Ooh. Now, obvious, obviously, there's going to be a lot of variables. Okay, everybody's different. I I understand that, yeah. right? But I think average, like generally speaking, do you think most people would tend to pick the game that they already have that emotional connection to? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to, right? It's like right. What what are you going to be drawn more? towards like something you're already comfortable with or something you know literally nothing about. Correct. Correct. I mean, you're going to go towards Correct. the thing you're at least somewhat comfortable Correct. with, you know. Correct. Uh, now, if it was up to me and I'm trying to, this person really wants to get into card games after not knowing anything about yes. them, right? I'd be like, I'm starting you off with magic. We're going to be going down this rabbit hole of finding out what kind of player you are, what kind of like are I would, you a Timmy? Are like, you a Johnny? I would I would be a TCG life coach of trying to find out what is the best game for you to play, yeah. which is, which which is a good way of doing it. And honestly, that's yeah. probably how both of us would be. Yeah. In all honesty, yeah. right? It's like, because, but because we have that experience yeah. and we know kind of what I need out to find there. out what kind of player are you. Do you like to just not yeah. have someone yeah. mess with your stuff on your turn? Okay, this these aren't the games <laughs> these for aren't you. These aren't the games for you. And yes. you you know you like the soft, uh, cool anime art styles or whatever yes, it is. Right, uh, right. You know, yeah, it it would be a completely different rabbit hole if yes. I was trying to find well, out correct. the perfect game correct. for them. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. But I I think I think the whole notion right of saying that lore is not important. I think – so yeah. do you think it ever was not important? Do you ever think it didn't really matter? Because I think back in the day it probably didn't. Yeah, I mean – You know? Because, because again, like that's your day zero, right? <laughs> Everyone's trying to, okay, who has the best idea? I don't think it's about who has the best idea anymore. Magic didn't have lore until the Elder Dragons came out. I, what time are they? They had Timmy? <laughs> they had Timmy? Come on. Come on, man. Didn't they have Urza? <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. Legends, when legends came legends, out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when the Elder Dragons came. Oh, was out. Was it okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Legends. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was like a couple years or a couple sets. I don't even know when Legends came out. So, so I think, I think this entire conversation really just boils down to to really one thing: you have to make people care about yeah. your game yeah. and your characters. Yeah. You have to make people care, okay? And like a good the way to do that is have continuing story. Like yeah. again, I think lore with magic is a is, is a category all unto itself, right? It's because it's been going it's been going on for 30 years now. Like it's a game that's been <laughs> going for 30 years. It's it's a it has first mover advantages. Yep. There's you can't talk about the big 3 like you talk about any other TCG. Yeah. I, do you agree? It's it's difficult. It, it, cuz there because there are things that each one of those games do that I feel like if any game did now it's like yeah no I'm not going to play cuz it's been yeah. done before. Yeah. Cuz you look even at the dark ages. Well, I don't know how how much I should talk about it, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you look at all the games that came out then and there were big IPs, right? Yeah. Like Digimon was a big IP then, Dragon yeah. Ball was a big IP then. There and, were other and, and both and both of those have new games now. Both of them have both new games. Both of those now. have new games. <laughs> they right? were cooking, all right? Let yeah. them cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think they, I think they learned I those games learned good lessons. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of people 
involved in TCG design learned a lot of valuable lessons yeah. from those days back then. Okay. Yeah. And have now applied them to new games now. Okay. Um, like for me, it's, it's so weird because like I, I've been excited about Lorcana. Like with Lorcana, I was excited because it was my childhood now with a card game, right? Yeah. It's my childhood in a card game, right? And I think that was why – that was one – I think that was one big reason that a lot of people were excited about Lorcana, mm-hmm. okay? Is you get to see – and I now with the Rise of the Floodborne set – they are bringing in Great Mouse Detective in this set. I'm yep. so stoked. One of my favorite <laughs> movies. Okay. Um, I've talked about that for like a year. I'm pretty sure I've been saying Great Mouse Detective for like a year. Right. Yeah. When we first started talking about Lorcana. Oh, and, uh, real quick. I found out. So Legends came out June 94. Okay. But right before that was Antiquities. Oh, Antiquities. And that was, that was the Urza, stuff with right? Urza. Yes, yes. Which was March of 94. So yes. one year after the yes. release, yeah. they started yeah. coming out with lore stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, when they had Ur- like Urza is still well, a, couple months a big uh, piece yeah. in yeah. Uh, Magic. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. So Magic came out in 93. And Tukuris came out March of 94. So, yeah, it was a couple months after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's not like they had war. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, um, right. So, <clears throat> I, I don't think you can answer this question, like, is lore important in TCGs, right, without saying <laughs> yes. Like, if you say no, I would ask you, why do you think that? I think, again, in, if you want to be successful, Right. You have to make people care about your game. And if you're only attacking the we're going to have the most mechanically sound game out there, I don't think you're going to win because I don't think any game has like is 100 percent mechanically sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like magic has its flaws. Okay, Pokemon has its flaws. All of these games have their flaws. And if that's all you're going to focus on, you're going to fail. And all honesty, this kind of reminds me of what I'm doing right now with the whole stream. Like I'm (laughs) I'm narrowly focused on one thing. Right. And if I don't start doing other things like I know I'm going to lose, but that's a whole other thing. Right. Um, Every every game is going to have its weaknesses. Okay, Mm -hmm. you have to embrace those. Okay, because. Again, that's not what people are going to care about the most. Uh-huh. It's not going to be the mechanics. I mean, you and I talk a lot about mechanics, yeah. of what mechanics we enjoy, right? Yeah. But what's the – like, why do you stay with the game? It's not 100% <sighs> mechanics, right? No, 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 no. Okay. A lot of the time it's also based upon the community that's playing it. Sure. Um, just the people around me. Sure. Because there can be games that I absolutely love to play, but if no one around me is playing it or, you know, I get a couple people to play it and it just slowly does nothing, I mean, I'm not going to keep playing it. Yeah, and you got to get you got to get the majority of people to care about your game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in, you're not going to do that just, just in mechanics alone, right? Yeah. So this book was really, for me, it was a big eye-opener because – I've I've said this before. This novel and Alpha Clash as a game, it's the first time that I've really actively cared and sought out information on the lore of a game. Yeah. And I'm actively interested in it. Magic never cared about it. Okay. And there's other games where I'm like, I just want to sit down and have a good time and like I'll play it, right? 
Um, but I've never been, I never had that emotional investment. I have that emotional investment with magic just because again, like we have a a group of guys and we have commander pods and you know, that that's the emotional investment. The emotional investment is not, Hey, I'm attached to these characters, right? I have a different emotional attachment now to alpha clash that I do not have with other games. Okay. Disney Lorcana, I have that emotional attachment, because of the Disney name and my childhood, yeah. right? I am emotionally attached to many of those characters, mm-hmm. okay? Star Wars, okay? Another thing. Now with Star Wars, okay? We've, uh, let's see, Ahsoka just wrapped up season one, yeah. okay? The new series. Good show. I enjoyed it. Have you watched it? No. No? Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> you enjoy Star Wars, but, like, you're not a... Yeah, I like Star Wars, you, but you I don't, don't like you don't you don't consume every piece of Star Wars media that's out there, correct? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So with these, with the recently, uh, they they've been spoiling a lot for season for the first set, right? Yeah. And there there were characters. Okay. Sabine, I was about to say no. I have a life. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just Shots fired. Chuckled a little bit. I was like, I gotta say it. <laughs> All right. So they have some characters that I hadn't heard of. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sabine Wren, Kanan Jarrus, Ezra Bridger. I didn't know who those characters were. Okay, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be straight up. I, I didn't know. I haven't watched a. There's a lot of Star Wars shows out there. Yeah. Okay. I started watching the Clone Wars. Okay, uh-huh. good show. I'm enjoying it. Okay, um, that's when we meet Ahsoka Tano for the first time and get introduced to her as a character. Uh-huh. Okay, um, Star Wars Rebels. Okay, is is another show that I'm going that I will watch. Okay, because um, there were have been there in, introduced char- other characters. Okay, yeah. but in all honesty, I was like, I'm probably not wanting to get into this stuff if not for Star Wars Unlimited. Because yeah. when I saw Ezra Bridger, Kanan Jarrus, Sabine Wren, I'm yeah. like, hey, where are these from? Classic. I want, I want to know. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Sabine? Yeah. Are you talking about the leader or the... Uh, the yes. Uh, okay. The leader. Yeah. I don't even know what the regular unit I, does. I can't remember what, what the unit does. Um, but anyway, when I saw those characters, yeah. it actively wanted me to... It made me want to know more about those characters. Yeah. Okay? So because of the game, like, I'm, I'm already connected to Star Wars Unlimited yep. because... Dude, that game is so much fun. I we've been, I've had so much fun with that game. I cannot wait for this game to come out. Yeah. Okay, we will be playing it on this table, <laughs> guys. We're gonna be doing a lot of stuff on this table with Star Wars Limited. Let, let me tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to get some of those Star Wars Unlimited um, playmats yeah. and put them here. Oh, guys, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> woo! It's gonna look phenomenal. All right, but anyway, um, I wanted to know more about the characters because of. Star Wars Unlimited because yeah. of that game. Okay. Yeah. So again, lore, immensely important. Okay. That emotional connection is mm-hmm. huge. Now, Jim, I have a question for you. Do you Uh-oh. think a card game can be successful if it does not actively make you want to care about the characters? Like if it does not put resources into telling you a good story. Okay. Cause we, I think we, I think everyone can universally agree that storytelling is extremely important in media, in gaming. Okay. So do you think from a TCG, do you think a TCG again, outside of the big three and not talking about the big three, 
can a TCG be successful if they do not focus on telling you a good story with their characters? I, I want to say yes, but I do think it would take some time. Um, I don't think it would just be like, um, you know, everyone would just instantly love your game. It would be more of, you know, you get some people to play, they enjoy certain things about it and it just grows over time. Um, because I was also thinking, you know, there's, there's a lot of times where you're playing these cards and you're just like, oh, I really love this card. You don't know anything about the character. You just know that this is one of your favorite cards in the game. Um, I mean, it happens for me all the time and also cards that I hate, um, like which I actually came across the other day. I almost ripped them up, dude. What? I almost ripped up what? Vampire Nighthawk. I almost <laughs> ripped them up. I had two copies. I almost ripped them up. Yes. <laughs> I almost did. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Great. And so Great. it's like, I mean, you can still get these attachments to these characters or the cards, even if there isn't a lore based upon it. It's just, it would take time. So it would be a lot harder. It's going to take time yeah. and a lot of effort to doable, but yes. Yeah. How doable? Like, do you, do you, is it doable? Well, I say like, doable. Like it's just going to take time though. Yeah. I, I do think it's, it's feasible. It's just, again, it's going to take time and work for putting work into other things to make the game successful. Versus you just so continuing on con, continue, continuing off of that though I don't think it I'm gonna say no because let's follow like if we follow that train though mm -hmm. I if if you're not pro, if you're not profiting if it's not profitable mm -hmm. how long can you continue that yeah. though so I like I I agree with what you're saying right but the reason I would say no is just because you can only continue that for so long mm -hmm. before you can't like you can't physically do it yeah. like you lose you don't have money yeah there's a lot of different things so you you're right like i agree with what you're saying it's just like the reality of it i don't know if it's realistically possible mm. though so like i said I, I think you're right it's just how realistic is that that's <laughs> yeah. the thing mm. so yeah i mean at first it would just be like you'd have to get into the hands of people where lore doesn't matter and then like it would be a lot of word of mouth of getting people into it of being like, Hey, oh, check out this game like that. But that's about it. I mean, you have no other way to really be building right. the, the community. So right. Right. It, right. It would be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. I agree. I agree. So yeah. So, um, yeah. So with alpha clash, I think alpha clash is doing a phenomenal job. Just do that. marketing like raid shadow legends and then you'll be fine. <laughs> raid, <laughs> raid shadow, shadow. legends. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> They're successful because they put more money into marketing than they have their game. Well, dude, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm curious, like, how much of a company's annual budget is spent on marketing? Because I know people yeah. spend a ton of money yeah. on marketing, yeah. right? But then it's like, well, what are you marketing, right? Yeah. And when you have a story to market, that's a whole lot easier from a marketing standpoint, right? Yeah. Than it is, hey, we untap cards in this card game, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. oh, hey, we don't have lands. <laughs> yeah, but even, even like, you look at Raid Shadow Legend, they're putting these characters there in your face 
forever, pretty much, and be like, hey, get attached to this character. Oh, get yeah. annoyed by this character. I don't care. Go check out the game. Yes. <laughs> so true. Go get him killed in the game. <laughs> and then I'll come back and you can kill him again. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so true. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's, it's just like different avenues sure. for you to be, sure. you know, doing it. Sure, so. sure. Yeah. So um, should every, should every, uh, should every indie TCG have a novel? I don't know, dude. I can't <laughs> even so read weird. my cards, man. Like, it's <laughs> I, all I know is I think what Ridge and, and the team have done with this is yeah. is such a good move. Like, it's such yeah. a good move, right? Yeah. Now, it's not, and the the thing is too is is I know that they weren't necessarily even targeting like the TCG community, right? It's they're just yeah. targeting anyone who likes to read a good book, yeah. right? And again, it's getting your story, getting your characters into yeah. as many different hands as possible, right? Yeah. And so like with, with a product like this, right, what you can do is instead of, hey, we're already targeting the TCG community with the game itself, yeah. right? And yes, we want them to actively care about the game. Let's use let's use this, this vehicle of a novel to get them to care about it, right? But then you have different forms of media, mediums, right? of, hey, here, now, here's a book. Here, book readers, <laughs> take a look at this good story. And yeah. now you have a, let's say they do a video game or a TV show or a movie. Yeah. You have these different uh, groups of people who like these different mediums, right? Yeah. Engaging over the same world. Yeah. It's it's good. So so who's your favorite character of Alpha Clash? Oh, you would ask. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I really... Why they pay me the big I really thing. like uh, Curtis, Mean Streak. Of course you would. Why? Why would you say that? Of course you do. I don't know. Why would you say that? Because he's a noob. He's a noob. Um, I mean, you like bad cards. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to throw out there. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think uh, Curtis has a lot of good character development in this book. Yeah. Um, he's a very lovable <sighs> Yeah, he's like he's like that anti-hero almost, but then turns into a good guy. He's I like him. He's a really cool character, right? Yeah. Um uh Torque is a homicidal maniac freak. He sounds like a great character. Dude, dude. like <laughs> his power is actually really interesting and really cool. The way yeah. they fleshed it out in the book is really yeah. cool. Like the way they explained it, um neat. I I I liked it. Um Kagan, yeah, that guy's a Douche. D bag. <laughs> yeah, he is. Kagan. Yeah, no. Well, we already know that. He literally kills stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. True. Very true. Um Cow Lang's another character I, I found oh, myself yeah. liking. Yeah. Um he seems cool. Haven. Sorry. Haven, she's such a cute kid. And there's 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 a lot to know about Haven. Yeah. Um really interesting character, Haven yeah. is. Clarity. Well, uh, yeah, she's uh, yeah. There's a lot that happens to Clarity in this book. Let me let me tell you. She's uh -oh. but but she is a Clarity dies. Spoilers. Clarity is a very interesting character. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. What's what man? What is her contender card? It's Clarity. Um. 
oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what the the sub name is. I, I can't remember. But she's been around for a very long yeah. time, right? Um, clearly, and I think her. Uh, it's 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 interesting because I think her ability on her contender yeah. uh, speaks very well to who her character is. It's really cool. Yeah. I love the way that Ridge and the team really made the cards really. <laughs> Just really good versions of the characters themselves and what they do. It's yeah. really, really, it was really cool. Like it, it, it made me. This book really helped make me appreciate what Ridge and the team has done in making the cards and the game itself. Because yeah. it's clear after reading this that they are trying to build a world, um, and they have all of these unique and interesting characters. Okay, yeah. it's 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 good. I've enjoyed it. But yeah, Curtis. Probably would be uh, prob- probably would be my favorite main character. All right, so you're saying um, Torque is a bad guy. Yes. Um, Flair is a bad guy. Flair, yes. Right, yes. Flair is a bad guy. Uh, do we know if in the next set War is a bad guy? Well, he's one of the uh, Harbingers, so he's like one of the four horsemen. So is he a bad guy? Uh, is he a villain? <laughs> I depend. I don't know. I, I I I think I think I do think that the uh, harbingers, okay, are the main, uh, one of the main antagonists. Yeah. So yes, I believe so. Okay. Yes. So why are all three of the red <laughs> contenders bad guys? <laughs> the the characters. Uh, let's see. Are there other what other characters? Machina. Machina is a bad guy. Ma- yeah, Machina. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Because red guys. is the color of evil. No, it's not. <laughs> red is the color of passion. Okay. Right. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. You have any other questions about the lore with Alpha Clash? Uh, what are my thoughts. Because you you were the one who just brought up the questions. I don't know. I just had it. I don't yeah, know if I have anything else. I, I do. I, I, I really do like Curtis as a character. Yeah. Um, and then if I had to, I, I like Haven. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, Cowling is probably the, the next one that come yeah. that, that would be behind Curtis. Okay. So, yeah, that's who I pick. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, we're going to move on now to the card of the week. Okay. That, well, actually, before we do that, um, I want to let's kick it to you guys. Okay. What do you think? All right. I'm curious what you all think if you think lore is important yes. in TCGs or not. Turtle Dude, let us know, man. <laughs> yes. He will. 100%. We, we know he's going to. I, Turtle Dude, I know you're going to have a lot of thoughts on this. I mean, this. his name is Patrick, right? Yes, it is. It is Patrick. Oh, I just, I just, uh, you just I pulled just that. Doxed him. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, yeah, Turtle Dude, let us know. But seriously, guys, let us know what you think. Leave us a comment down below. Shoot us an email. Um, if you, if you, if you're very passionate about this topic, because this is, uh, again, I really think now, nowadays in TCGs is it's much more important than it used to be. Okay. Because yeah. again, the big three, they're not going anywhere, but. It doesn't really matter. You know what I think would be cool to see in a card game? What? We have a Lord of the Rings card game. And, like, they have this one ring <laughs> that they could make, like, a special uh, <laughs> like a special variant. I don't know. Hey, like hey. Elvish or something. Uh, hey, Jim. What? I, I think they already did that. What? <laughs> and I think Post Malone bought the card for $2.6 million. $2. $2. $2. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I mean, it would be cool to have that, you know. Maybe that should have been the the, the card of the week. <laughs> <laughs> One day. But alas, that is not the card of the week. And now we're going to talk about the card of the week. This oh has been a really goodness. weird episode just because it's been... All over the place. It's been kind of all over the place. But okay, so we just got done talking about lore, right? Yes. Now we're going to talk about a game where I don't really know much of the lore. Because <laughs> this game we started playing la- this last This game is week. all over the place. This game is all over the place, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Dude, this game is fun. It's from Shadowverse yeah. Evolve. Okay? Good thing the lore doesn't matter for this game. Yeah. <laughs> Does the lore matter for any anime no. TCG? No. <laughs> the waifus do. The anime waifus matter. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so this is from Shadowverse Evolve. We played like every starter deck. We played yeah, we every. Have. We have played every played single every starter single deck. One, and they're tearless coming out. Soon. They're all uh, unique and interesting. Yeah. Okay. So this card. So so the cards or the way Shadowverse works. Okay. Is this also is a digital game? Digital game has been out for a while. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of years. The digital the digital game has eight classes, I think. Yeah. Um, and the physical Shadowverse Evolve only has six classes. Yep. Okay. So this card, okay. Uh, well, let's, we're going to throw this card up, right? It is a Titania's Sanctuary. So Titania's Sanctuary is a forest craft card. Okay. So that's one of the classes. Okay. Yes. So this is a gold rarity card. Okay. And it costs two resources. Okay. And it has a fanfare, which essentially ETB. means it's an ETB, okay? <laughs> and it says, give each pixie token on your field plus one, plus one, plus one attack, plus one defense. And then it says, while this card is on your field, your pixie tokens have a sale. I forgot about that when we were playing our game. <laughs> a sale means your uh, pixie tokens can attack unexhausted cards because in Shadowverse Evolve you can either attack your opponent directly or your opponent's leader um, yep. or exhausted units on the field. Yep. Okay? You cannot attack unexhausted yep. units. Okay? Um, again, kind of that's similar to a lot of games. Okay, um, And then this also says, so a sale means you can attack un- unexhausted ones. And then also as whenever a pixie token is put onto your field, give it plus one, plus one. Okay. So when I read this card... <laughs> Because, of course, I picked the green deck, right? Because I know Jim didn't want to play the green deck, all right? So I said, Jim, I will play the green deck, right? It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. I got you. So I was flipping through the cards, and then I read this card. And So for those of you watching, all right, you're, you'll see my face, okay? This is literally what my face did when I read the card. I went, all right. <laughs> I could not believe That's this a was card. a card. <laughs> And turns out this is the same card in another class as well. I think it's called Royal Banner, and it's like in a tier zero deck as well. It's a four cost card. Oh, it is a four this cost is... card. It's this is only two. Yeah. And so this is an amulet, okay? Which it's it's essentially an enchantment, okay? Yeah. Um, Jim, what <laughs> what did you think when I put this card down, dude? I was like, <laughs> what the f- was that? <laughs> so the interesting thing. And I like this about Shadowverse, okay? Shadowverse as a game is you can only have five cards on your field yes. at a time, okay? Yes. So with Shadowverse Evolve, it's your field, and then there's this EX area, which essentially it's an extension of your hand, right? But your EX area can also hold only five cards, yeah. okay? There's There are other cards that are really <laughs> cool, which have which uh, interact with those zones, yep. and 
Um, anyway, so so if Titanium Sanctuary is out on board, yes, it actively uses a slot, right? So again, so I, what I think is, you know what I just thought of huh. is uh, Marvel Snap. Like this okay. is kind of like Marvel oh, Snap from yeah, the standpoint yeah. of you have limited space on your yeah, board, yeah. right? So I, I like why that. I didn't say Yu-Gi-Oh. Because I again, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. I you, it's right. You you were the one who told me about that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't. I, I yeah, totally Yu-Gi-Oh forgot about that. Five monsters on five spell and trap zone. So it's basically the same. Yeah, it's basically. I Yu-Gi-Oh. plan on using a Yu-Gi-Oh mat whenever we play Shadow. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so again, somebody who's played Yu-Gi-Oh, somebody who has not yeah. played Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Yeah. It's our references are, are are very different. Right. So this is an insanely. So, because when I first read this card, like I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to play this on an open board, right? Because I didn't want to play it on an open board because I lo- because I lose out on the fanfare. But again, <laughs> I, I I just read the fanfare, right? So as I kept reading it, I'm like, it literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I will miss out on that. I don't care. Let me get those. Because as yeah. I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? His deck probably has nothing that can touch an amulet anyway. So why not? And true, every time I got this out on board, because I played this twice, he yeah. didn't touch it at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And every single time we played the starter decks, it was everyone won a game and everyone lost the game. And we, yeah. we did it twice yeah. for all yeah. of them. Yeah. So, a very small sample size, yeah. but still perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced, yeah. as all things but should yeah, be. But yeah, when well, man, it was the second game I remember oh. you played this. You played on turn two, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm going first. It was funny. No, no, but you got to back up though, because oh, okay, well, game one. Okay, yeah, we'll talk game one. <laughs> because when I drew my opening hand, yeah. right. You were like, you have it in your hand, don't oh, you? Yeah. He's like, I'll keep. I'm like, <laughs> he's got it. <laughs> and when he said it, I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> no, because I mold. I mold. I mold that hand away, oh, right? Because I mold the first hand away, oh, I think. Okay. I think. I don't and think you did. I mold a hand. I can't remember if it was that one or not. Okay. Um, but yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, he gave all of the oh, and mind you, we first kind of messed up uh, playing the card. We did, we did. He gave Which all of most his pixies. people do. Yeah, he gave uh, all of your pixies. Yeah, I did. There, there, the there were a couple tokens. cards that which yeah. we caught it. We did catch yeah. it. It was late for one of them. Yeah. But which we, at the end it, it, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Wouldn't have mattered. No. It was just too much damage. Correct. Out. Yeah. And yeah. so it was just like getting so much of value off of this card. I'm like, dude, oh, and this card only cost goodness. two. I know it's it dumb. cost two. It's so crazy costing too. That's nuts. To be able to attack your ready things. Oh. I know. I, I didn't even think. I oh didn't see that. I, guys, I didn't read the card. I just talk about reading a book. I didn't read yeah. the card. And then the six drop card in that deck to where it also gives your pixies rush. Y- yeah. Two, two <laughs> swinging into your untapped card. Like, yep. eat this. And then I have a bunch in my back row too. So it's just like. Because I think I drew that in my opening hand too. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but Shadow, dude, I had a lot of fun playing that game. It was a blast. It dude. was so much fun. I remember, so it was what, like a couple months ago when we were like, oh, what card games are we excited for? Oh, yeah, and like yeah. I say this, I, we went back and I saw Dan playing the digital card game. <laughs> yeah. And so I go download it. And I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was after we played the, the physical. I'm like, yeah. I like the physical one so much. Yeah. More. 
And uh, so it was it was just a great time playing it. Super glad we got this stuff. Oh, yeah. Super glad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that is Titania Sanctuary. Now, I, I, I have a bunch of. I have a bunch of shadow. Yeah, cards he's like, here. hey, I bought, I bought, I bought some, some decks. Stuff. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? I don't think I have the. Uh, actually, do I have? No, I'm not going to go through all those. <laughs> but yeah, there's. I have a lot of shadowverse cards now, guys. Um, and we're going to be playing some decks because yeah. I was looking. I was looking at the meta to see like what decks are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you can buy decks for pretty cheap for this game? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, so that's good. If you're if you're looking for a card game with uh, some decently priced decks, for now you can buy them. Don't yeah, don't go play Lorcana because you can't get those decks are expensive. Dude, those decks are expensive. Who would have thought? I know, you right? Short print a game and everyone wants it. Yeah, cards yeah. are expensive. Cards are expensive. Who would have thought? Cards are expensive. Uh, is Rapunzel still fifty dollars? I think so. I mean, I need, I need to get, oh, I need a playset. It hurts me. <laughs> it does. It very much does. Especially yes. since the playset it's four copies. Yeah. Oh. 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 You know, you know that Mimi about uh, only buying. I just bought a deck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Elsa's eight hundred dollars for the uh, enchanted. Enchanted. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rapunzel's still fifty bucks. Oh Seventy-eight listings. Seventy-eight listings, and they're all fifty dollars plus. Wow. Market at fifty-six. Wow. Elsa's Spirit of Winter thirty-two doll hairs. <laughs> but that Rapunzel, oh man! Wow! Do I just need to bite the bullet? <laughs> Dude, do we even play this we game? Proxy it up. We'll proxy it up. <laughs> wow! Dude, look at that Simba alt art. One hundred and eighty-one dollars. Whoever sold that yeah. card is a genius, man. <laughs> Dude's, dude's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So that is this week's card of the week, Titania's yes. Sanctuary. Great card. So, all right. Well, again, uh, with that, we're going to kick it back over to you guys. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, again, let us know. I'm curious. Do you think lore is important in TCGs? Do you play a TCG because of the lore? Or do you are you just a mechanics person? Is that the only thing that you care about? So, um, yeah, with that, uh, Jim... Where can people find you on the internet? Yes. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, at Jim Morgan, H-N-H. You guys can find me on Twitter, at underscore DG Campbell, Instagram, Daniel.G.Campbell. Head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to all of our social content there, including our merch store. Don't forget, <laughs> if you guys want to get yourself some sweet Hobbies and Happiness merch, you can do that. I'm, I'm just excited that we have merch now. I should get mine for free. I didn't get mine for free. <laughs> no, you should not get it. You should pay for like everybody else, Jim. Oh, right. All right. So yeah, go do that. Get yourself some merch. So again, uh, yeah, that's all we got for you guys this week. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us today. And we've got a lot of sweet, sweet episodes planned for the podcast in the next couple of weeks. So thanks everybody. We'll catch you in the next one. See everybody. Take care.